0: To be a short khutbah. <laughs> I don't want you know. everyone someone gets sick at home, and then oh, he was a khutba. He was too long. Whatever comes from your speech, you know. We know that. Th- thank you so much, brother. Yes, I love. That. And you know, just as a reminder, <coughs> you know, when the when there was bad weather in Mecca, uh, and uh, rather in Medina, there was. And there was a statement said from the Masajid, just like the event: pray in your homes. So, okay. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah alladhi hadana subulana. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah. Wahdahu la sharika lah Na'buduhu wa natawakkalu alayhi Wa ashadu anna seyyidana wa maulana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam Abduhu wa rasuluh Alam yajidika yateiman fa faawa وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًّا فَهَدَى وَوَجَدَكَ عَائِلًا فَأَغْنَى فَأَمَّا الْيَتِيمَ فَلَا تَقَهَرْ وَأَمَّا السَّائِلَ فَلَا تَنْهَرْ وَأَمَّا بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثْ مَنْ يُطَعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ وأولي الْأَمْرِ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فَلَا مُضِلَّ له ومن يعص الله ورسوله واولي الامر من المؤمنين فلا هادي له ايها المؤمنون we all have the same human nature ونفس وما سواها فالهمها فجورها وتقواها قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah wasshams Describes to us this human nature that we all have And some of the times, we pass through times in life Some of these times are difficult times we are stressed some of us become nervous others uh, feel under pressure Uh, yet others are depressed and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the psychological remedy for these types of periods some of them may be short periods a matter of hours or days others may have extended periods weeks months more than that and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invites us to his presence so that we can overcome this human weakness that we all share and I will because I have to make the khutbah short and it's a cold day and at least hopefully when you go back home It's not like some other khutbahs That if you've heard it once you've heard it a thousand times Hopefully when you go back and you're with yourself and your inner thoughts You will remember uh, what is said in this short khutbah in a hadith qudsi the following is stated inna allah yunadi yawm al-qiyamah allah will call out on the day of resurrection Ya Malaikati, Anal Melik, Anad My angels, I am the sovereign, I am the judge, or the administrator of justice, the arbiter. Anal Melik, Anad لا ينبغي لأحد أن يدخل النار وله عند أحد من أهل الجنة حق حتى أقصه منه It is not right for anyone who belongs to al-Jannah to go to al-Jannah when he owes someone something who belongs to Ahl nar who belongs to the people of Hades or Hades, the people of Hell. لا ينبغي لأحد من اهل الجنة ان يدخل الجنة وله عند احد من اهل النار حق حتى اقصه منه That's the first part of this hadith Qudsi. The second part وَلَا يَنْبَغِي لِأَحَدٍ مِنْ أَهْلِ النَّارِ أَنْ يَدْخُلَ النَّارِ وَلَهُ عِنْدَ أَحَدٍ مِنْ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ حَقٌ حَتَّى أَقُصَّهُ مِنْ And it is not right for anyone who is going to hell to enter hell when he owes something to someone from, a, from the people of Jannah, Jannah, until I take the appropriate measure of justice, and then he follows it. Hatta latma, even if it's a slap. Think about this for a moment. I know the weather is cold, but we still can think. There are people who are going to go to Al-Jannah, and there are people who are going to go to an nar This is a fact, you all know this. But no one, according to this Hadith Qudsi, no one who is going to go to Al-Jannah, will be able to enter it if he owes something. If he has something, if he had something in this world, in his possession, that belonged to someone who is going to anar, to the fire. Think about yourself. And then likewise, there's no one who is going to go to the fire if he had in this world a possession that belonged to someone who is going to al-jannah justice has to be done even trivial matters And this also tells us in the wider scope of things how we are related to each other. Don't think that you are doing something that I don't know of or someone else doesn't know of and you're going to get away with it. Even feelings, even feelings that turn into some type of action in life, And that action is intended to take away from someone else Something that belongs to him You're going to be held accountable for it On the final day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want for us To be opaque Hiding things, hiding behaviors Hiding plans from each other We are supposed to be transparent with each other that is why in a sense when we go to Hajj Whoever is permitted to go to Hajj some of us can't go to Hajj, but whoever is permitted and that permission we're talking about worldly permission we don't need Allah's permission to go to hajj. He tells us to go to hajj. But you and I know we need permission of people in this world to go to hajj. Anyways, that's you, you know that subject. But before we go to hajj, we try to give back to others what we think belong to them. And that is why in certain schools of thought, madhahib, you can't go to hajj until if you if you are in debt you can't go to hajj until you repay what you owe until you pay back what you owe to whomever you owe it to the same way on the day of judgment don't think you are going to make it to al-jannah when. In this life here in this world you repossessed or you had something that belonged to someone else there's another Hadith Qudsi but it is somewhat long and the weather does not permit suffice it to say ما عندكم ينفد وما عند الله باق. whatever you have is going to run out on you it's going to perish but whatever Allah has is permanent it is indefinite ما عندكم ينفد وما عند الله باق اقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ادعوه سبحانه وانتم على يقين بالاجابه الحمد لله بجميع المحامد على جميع النعم وَصَلَى اللَّهُ وَسَلَّمَ عَلَى الْمَبْعُوثِ خَيْرًا وَرَحْمَةً وَهُدًا لِكَافَةِ الْأُمَمِ مُحَمَّدٍ النَّبِيِّ الْأُمِّيِّ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ وَسَلَّمٍ أيها المؤمنون والمؤمنات We're, You just heard a hadith qudsi about what belongs and what doesn't belong and here we take a look in the real world unlike the conventional chutbas on fridays where they want you to live in a an imaginary utopia as if there's not real issues around us so we have rulers in the Arabian Peninsula and our efforts have been from the Quran and from the Prophet to try to explain how these rulers are illegitimate rulers we mentioned in the previous khutbah that there there's news From different sources, that there's going to be some type of normalization of relations between the rulers in Arabia and the rulers in Palestine, in in colonized Palestine. Just yesterday, the foreign minister of the ruling family in Arabia the one that rules over Mecca and the Medina he said there is no basis for normalizing relation with Israel as long as the Palestinians have not gained their rights and we know politicians they lie this is a statement that wants to that seeks He intends from this statement to cover up the the behind-the-scenes activities and the warming up of relations between the Saudi regime and the Israeli regime. And then the previous ambassador who was here in Washington DC, Al-Jubair, he also comes out with a statement saying that he is against The Turkish penetration inside of Syria and the Turkish support for militias in Somalia and in Libya and one news report also says in Syria he also said that Trump's deal of the century has positive elements in it and he confessed That the killing of Khashoggi was a mistake that should not have happened. Are these, brothers and sisters, I ask you, are these legitimate rulers who come out with statements like this, should they be running the affairs of Mecca and Al-Madinah? Should some Muslims, there are some Muslims, they think that these are الشريفين, the guardians of the two noble Harams in Mecca and Medina. There are some Muslims who really think that. Even though the evidence and the facts prove That these rulers in Arabia are stabbing us in the back. They say one thing to a Muslim audience and they turn around and say the opposite thing to their masters, controllers and puppeteers. And we can't see this yet. Muslims cannot figure this out yet. How long is it going to take? They say, this, the news out of the Arabian Peninsula says that on the 8th of March, they're going to put in court the Palestinians that they arrested many months ago. They rounded up Palestinians. One of them represented the Islamic Palestinians in the kingdom of the Saudi family, For over 20 years, they know him very well. And they put him, his son, other Palestinians and even other Jordanians, they put him behind bars. This obviously is part of this deal of the century that is concocted in Tel Aviv and then fine-tuned in Washington and then imposed on the Palestinians, on the Arabs, and on the Muslims. 60, there was a wave of arrests in Arabia, arrests of Palestinians and Jordanians. Now there was a new wave in this past week. And You still consider them to be the protectors and the defenders of Mecca and the Medina The ex-prime minister of Qatar stated This past week just a couple of days ago. He stated that what's in the making is an agreement of non-belligerency between Israel and the Gulf States that means Saudi Arabia United Arab Emirates Oman Bahrain Kuwait and Qatar he said this is what they are working on they want and he said there's a possibility to add because Jordan and Egypt on the official level not on the popular level not from the masjid, but from the parliament, there has been a peace accord between Egypt and Jordan on one side and the Israeli Zionist colonizers on the other side for decades now. So he said, in addition to this, Morocco may be be convinced to join the Gulf States in this new non belligerency relationship. Just in the past twenty four hours, the military strongman in a Sudan, the guy's last name is Burhan, He says that normalizing relations with Israel is for the national interest of Sudan. And he says, it is very popular. And he said, my meeting with Netanyahu, you remember we mentioned this in the khutbah a couple of weeks ago, my meeting with Netanyahu, was for the national and security interest of sudan you probably heard it's been all over the news 112 companies establishments have been identified by the by a body of the united nations a human rights body of being in violation of international law as They are building or they are promoting their interests in what they call settlements. The Zionists have stolen Palestinian land in the West Bank and they erected what they call settlements on them. These are colonies. there's also news items that morocco has obtained 70 buses that were either manufactured or assembled in israel and they are going to have these buses running in this or operating in the streets of casablanca and some of the moroccans who know about this because these these types This type of news does not become very popular Because the normalization between a criminal and a victim is not normal and They don't want this normalization to become Something that is in the Muslim public mind So what they are doing is they are withholding words descriptions and news about this normalization and when when the when Muslims begin to know that this is what is really happening that will be the time of reckoning normalization has gone as far as news breaking out that the Sudanese government is going to allow Israeli planes to fly through its airspace one one ex-jordanian minister cautions that this deal of the century it has within its buried details it has a provision that will force the jordanians to give citizenship to one million palestinians and then here A lot of the corruption that the Israelis are charging the region with some of those roots are here in Washington DC the State Department I didn't say this I'm saying what's being said but not highlighted and not made mainstream the ex-american ambassador to the ukraines mary ivanovich that's her name she described american diplomacy as immoral not a muslim by any measure just an average fair-minded individual that is who is looking at reality this is what happens we have immoral people who are plotting the policies of the united states and she further says that these policies are i'm paraphrasing obviously are erected on threats And that the State Department is in a crisis. And the high-ranking officials do not have a political vision for what is in the future. Remember, these are statements that are not said by any Muslim. These are statements that are said by someone who has experienced with the State Department, there there are some Turks who are performing the Umrah, the minor Hajj, and they are going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, and they are saying, "بالروح بالدم نفتيك يا أقصى." Turkish speaking Muslims who are saying in the Arabic language We will defend al-Masjid al-Aqsa with our soul and with our blood As they are doing their sa'i They are jogging between al-Safa and al marwa Of course the Saudis are bunkers now, have gone bunkers How is this happening? this is only the beginning of what is going to be happening if you continue to pursue what you are doing let me just say with all of the with all of these types of clandestine activities that the palestinian issue is not going to go away it's not going to become the victim of zionist and imperialist policy makers who consider us almost like dirt let me end this by saying al-imam al-khamenei plus with and these we can consider them the backbone of the Palestinian issue. With, and Imam al obviously is from Persia, or from Iran, whichever word you choose. With a Sayyid Hassan Nasrullah from Lebanon. With, these are contemporaries, with those in the past, Salah ad-Din, who is from Kurdistan, I don't mean to get on anyone's political nerves here, but there's a geography in the world in which Kurds live, and Salah ad-Din was from that geography, along with Muhammad al-Fatih, who was or is from Turkey. Along with Ahmed Al Tayyib from Egypt, he's the head of the Azhar, and what he said in the previous days, and the Mujahid Isid Din Al Qassam, who comes from northern Syria, along with Christians. One of them is Al Mutran Atalla Hanna from Al Ramla in Palestine the other one is Manuel Musalim, who's also from Palestine. All of these from different backgrounds, different language groups, different madhahib, different religions, they are all the fiber of the Palestinian issue which is the central issue of anyone who has an iota of Islamic commitment in their hearts and a fiber of Islamic thinking in their mind. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqan warzuqna attiba'ah wa arina al-bātila bātila warzuqna ajtinaabah wala tajjalhumu al-tabisan alayna j'alna lil-muttakīna imāma إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وآل محمد وبارك على محمد وآل محمد كما صليت وباركت على إبراهيم وآل إبراهيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر ومن أظلم ممن منع مساجد الله أن يذكر فيها اسمه وسعى في خرابها أولئك ما كان لهم أن يدخلوها إلا خائفين لهم في الدنيا خزي ولهم في الآخرة عذاب عظيم وأقم الصلاة إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون He has to put this off. Do you know how to put this off? Someone has to put this off. But the الصلاة. الله أكبر. Allah أكبر. لا إله إلا الله. الله أكبر.